Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. If your husband or wife is constantly posting just weird, odd, vague things online, how do you get past this without looking horrible? That's coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go, guys. Can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? I think we're far enough in where this new year, new me crap is about done. Uh, unless you have a problem at your gym. And I think that's where we start with our friend Lee over here, who's been patiently holding for a long, long time. So you want to tell us what's going on here, bud? I, I guess there's a sign in there. I didn't see it, but it's, you know, like if, if you leave stuff overnight, they'll throw it out. My gym does the same thing. So you, I'm assuming you left your stuff in overnight? Yeah, I left, but it was all locked up. Like it was... You know, it was, it was away, so I figured, you know, they would at least keep it aside for me. Like, we're talking, like, AirPods, yeah. uh, new, you know, new pair of running shoes, like, all kinds of, of stuff that n- no one would just throw out on someone. So they went in with, like, a padlock cutter, and yeah. what, did, what did they say? Did you go to the front desk? Yeah, and they're like, oh, we don't have it. But it's like, obviously, you have it. I think they probably keep that stuff, man. Like, I was thinking about this as you were going through it. If they cut my lock... And took my stuff. You would think they'd keep it for at least a couple of days, a couple of weeks. How long ago was this? It was two days ago, man. Okay. Um, I they feel like this have. is 100% your fault. That's probably what they're well, looking of at. Of course it like. it's his fault, but they got to have this stuff. You can't just throw it out. They're somebody's, teaching people a lesson. Somebody's wearing your AirPods, and I would keep an eye out for your shoes. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you do to get this back. I mean, if you've already asked and they say they don't have it, but somebody's got it. They don't just don't throw it away. I don't know. I think someone that works there is probably enjoying new running shoes, to be honest. Do you keep a, an eye on the pawn shop then? No, it's in someone's house. You don't think somebody sold it? The running, their running uh, the, shoes? The AirPods? The AirPods? Mm, no, they sync it up to their phone. Anybody work at a gym? What happens to your stuff if they cut the lock? Are you allowed to keep that? Is that like, uh, do you sign a contract? Is it, you know, the, the contract you sign at the gym, does it say if you leave your stuff overnight, it becomes ours? Uh, and then it's your fault. I feel like Lee should have read the signs. I know. Even but- if they're smaller, I would know. I would know. You don't keep it at a communal gym unless you purchase. Like at our community center, you can purchase your own. I've so you been up there. the first person to the gym in the morning. And there aren't any locks on any lockers. You got to, there's 250 lockers. Why can't that one guy, the one time, what if he had a family emergency and he had to leave and all he could do was slap his lock on his locker? I look at it the total opposite. I see 200 lockers and one lock. All these people read the message on the wall. I know, but just cutting the lock and stealing your stuff. I'm going to put a cap on our OPP this morning. Talked to Lee a couple of seconds ago, and basically he's really PO'd because they clipped his lock at the gym and somebody took his AirPods and his shoes and everything that he had put in his locker. Now, at least my gym does have several signs all over the place that say, you know, you cannot leave stuff here overnight. But I think we're, I don't think we all understand that he's wrong, but like, shouldn't that stuff be kept for a couple of days and given back to you and you're just out the lock? Wouldn't that be the right way to do this? That would be the right way to do it if somebody just joined your gym and you want them to have a good taste in your mouth. I don't know if employees want to do that anymore. I think maybe they deal with it all year round and they're like, oh, read the signs. We don't want to deal with this every night having to bolt cut all of these locks. Kim, oh. thoughts on this whole thing? Do you work at a gym or do you know anything about this? 
I do not work at a gym, but I own rental properties and a couple businesses. Okay. And businesses have an ethical standard to make a concerted effort to find the owner or hold the product for a certain amount of time. Um, otherwise, it's stuffed by those employees. So what about, like you say you own rental properties, what about like when you see those rental locker shows where they just clip the lock and sell everything in there? What, do you think they're really going out and trying to find these people that are past due or are they just letting it be past due and then they sell the locker? They legally have to post it in the newspaper that and hold the products for a certain amount of time while mm-hmm. making an effort to contact the original owner. Yeah. After a certain amount of time, then they can take the products, but... Um, prior to that, restaurants, if you leave your stuff, it's not finders keepers. They try to hold the item until the owner comes back. If you leave your credit card somewhere, they can't just take it and use it. They yeah. have an ethical and legal standard as a business to try to find the owner. So you're Plus, saying- I, I think the worst thing would be is that somebody leaves their purse and then a waitress sees it and brings it back into the break room and it's all caught on camera. Because someone's going to say, no, I know I left my purse here. Can we watch some camera footage? And then that's not a good look on that restaurant. So hopefully you have a bunch of ethical people working for you. Doesn't sound like that gym does. Hey, Kim, I appreciate your call. I'm going to let you go because I have a a woman on line three. We're going to just call her Trista. She wants to remain anonymous, but she works at a gym. And apparently they've been not doing the ethical thing you think of. So I'm going to let you go. I hope you have a great morning. Have a great day. Thanks for your insight. So, Trista, tell us about it. Uh, you're keeping this stuff, right? My family had a really great Christmas this year. Lots of AirPods. Wow. Some really cool new shoes. So when you go in there and you cut off that lock, that just becomes yours? Your gym doesn't, like, put it in a lost and found for a couple of days in case they come back for it? You're just saying you were dumb enough to lock your stuff up overnight. It's now ours? Well, you know what? Be, be an adult. Be responsible. Take your things, you know, take your things home. Word play for Tuesday. $2,000 is the Tuesday jackpot. How's Derek feeling this morning? Real good. What do you got going on, man? Uh, just on my way to work. What do you do? Uh, I own Florida to Ceiling in St. Joe. Oh, right on, man. Oh, well, nice. hey, well done. I like that. So uh, I think this game should be, you know, for somebody who's a business owner and you're constantly talking, negotiating, working on stuff, it should come pretty easy to you. So here's how it's going to work. First, you must decide who you're going to play with. Do you think you, as listening to the show, kind of feel out cat a little bit better than myself? Who do you agree with more? Who do you think is going to answer questions the same way you do? It does say a lot about you. Probably cat. Okay, so you're going to go with cat. All right, All so right, first we thing go. we're going to do is we're going to kick her out of the studio as we prepare to play with you. What I'm about to do, Derek, is I'm going to give you five words. All right? You just have to give me your first initial thought or word when you hear those five words. If you can match up with cat, then you win. You got to get all five right for $2,000. All right. Any questions? Uh, nope. All right, Derek, let's go. For $2,000, oh, and by the way, the bare minimum you're going to win are tickets for the St. Cloud Craft Beer Tour. All right. Derek, your first word, and I just need the first word that comes to you. to make sure she was out in the hallway. The first word that comes to your mind when you hear the word football. Player. That's what I would have went with. Derek, the first word 
that comes to your mind when you hear the word deal? Breaker. Same one for me. Good job. Derek, the first word that comes to mind when you hear the word credit. Memo. Memo. Derek, the first word that comes to mind when you hear the word average. Joel. Yeah, me too. Oh, my gosh. All right, last one. Derek, what's the first word that comes to mind when you hear the word old? New. Okay, good. I like that. Uh I think we got a great chance at winning here. I'm very, very excited to get Kat back in the studio. She will rejoin us, and then if you can match every single word with the words that come out of her mouth, you find yourself $2,000 richer. What I want you to do is uh, make sure you don't hang up when we get done with this bit if you don't win the money, because I've got tickets for the St. Cloud Craft Beer Tour, and we're going to give you a chance to win free beer for a year. Kat, I would say that over the, I mean, how long have we been playing this game? Maybe a month? Yeah. I think Derek has the most logical set of five answers and the best chance that we have at winning this game that we've ever had. Really? I'm a very logical thinker. I'm a female, Derek, so I think we're going to be good. (sighs) No, Derek, (laughs) last thought before we play. First off, you must remain quiet. Second off, if you don't win, this is clearly Kat's fault because I think you gave some amazing answers. So here we go. Two grand, baby, two grand. Here we go. All right. The first word, Kat, that comes to your mind when you hear the word football. Football, football. Touchdown. What did he say? What did he say? Player. Oh, my God. I was going to say player. Should have said football player. I'm so sorry, Derek. Uh, Let's see how she would have done, because I think these are all logical answers. His second word was deal. Cards. Oh, no. Isn't that what you would have said? No, I would have said what Derek said, breaker. Deal breaker. You would have said breaker. Third word was credit. Card. That's what I would have said. He said memo. What? It's a credit memo. Yeah. I was going to say card, too. Average. Joe. Yeah. And the last word. Old. Man. He said new. New and opposite. Um, I think I think some people get caught up in this game and they get to that last one. This has happened several times, and then they go opposite. Like they, they, it's one word and then another, one word and another player. I just couldn't believe we could get a player. We should rename this game to shoulda, coulda, woulda, because everyone says. I like that better. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. All right. So uh, tomorrow, what time do you want to play coulda, shoulda, woulda, Kat? Derek, I'm sorry that you lost two, but we'll play for three grand tomorrow. Okay. At 840. A new study shows that screens are awful for kids and researchers say that young children should entirely avoid screen time for the first two years of their life. Early television and screen viewing has been associated with some developmental delays. Behavioral problems such as emotional reactivity, aggression, externalizing behaviors, and oppositional defiance are also associated with early screen use. She does not sound like Yeah, she any sounds kids. like, I don't want to, right? She sounds like she doesn't have any kids. 
she sounded sure free of like worry. <laughs> doesn't doesn't she? Could hear she the happiness and disgust in her voice at yeah. the same time. She didn't sound like she had any like drop off or pickups that day or like lunch to pack. I don't know. It's it's okay. I think screens are okay in you just got to be moderate with the with the time that's that it's used. One of the things so. I love most about our show is that we can have an expert on here saying one thing and then immediately Kat will tell you something the exact opposite. If I'm a parent, I'm immediately an expert over an expert. Absolutely. If you're mm. a parent, and you're in the trenches. Wouldn't you? You wouldn't agree no. that as a parent, you're going to talk to an expert that doesn't have any kids. If yes, they do some if research. Your profession but- is researching what happens to children when things no. happen. I think you're a little more of an expert on that than I am. No, I don't think so. I- So this was from Mandy late last night. And I said, Mandy, we can try to fit it into the show, which would be right now. So her email said, my boyfriend wants me to change my nickname because my ex gave it to me. I've had this nickname for years. Everyone calls me it. And it's even on my license plate. My boyfriend says that keeping the name is disrespectful and holds us back. He also says that it has a sexual undertone to it. And I should probably ditch it. I got to know what it is. Okay, so I'm going to tell you what the license plate is. Okay. She sent a picture. Yeah, yeah. H-N-D-Y-M-N-D. Ah, <laughs> uh, I like it. Do you get it? I definitely get it. And do you get the sexual undertone? No, explain that a little bit more to me. It looks like this. Do you even like know what she's it? handy. Yeah, like she's a handy girl. She Mandy. could grab a hammer and Fully understand anything. it. Yeah, I don't understand what you're talking about as far so, as being sexy. Um, should I have to give up my nickname is Never question. Never get you give up the boy, not the name. He sounds like a bossy pants to come in and boss you around. Who calls you it, by the way? Just like your close friends. Does your family call you this handy mandy? I think it's a great nickname. I think it's kind of cute. I think it's awesome. And all you have to say is my nieces and nephews love. What is it? Who, Handy Manny. Is that the show? That's Handy the Manny? Show. But she's Handy Mandy. Yeah, I get it. Right. I get but that. But it's Handy Manny. I didn't know that that's... Yeah, that's the, the dude from the 70s show. That's Fez. Yeah. So it was his show, Handy Manny. Yeah. Didn't we had him on the air? Don't you remember? <laughs> I didn't talk Actually, to him about Handy you, Manny. We were, you were sick. I remember that day because I had my kids in the studio and you were sick. I knew we were going to have a Handy Manny on the show. Because they were pushing some kind of a Christmas thing or whatever. My kids were on Christmas break. You got sick that morning. You're the coolest dad. My, my kids sat in here, talked to him for like 15 minutes. They gave us all the time in the world. That's so cool. So imagine your boyfriend wants you to change your nickname. Yeah. Are you going for this or is this an absolute not? I think if it is something as innocent as this and it's on your license plate and people like you for it, people are not going to like your boyfriend for making you change this. They're gonna, if you say, stop calling me that, they're going to wonder why. Yep. And you're going to have to tell them because my overbearing boyfriend said he doesn't want me to have that. And then nickname. that starts a whole new set of issues. If this guy was smart, he'd make you prove it. You prob- that's probably why they're together. Yes, let me pull it up from Mandy. It says, uh, oh, hey, guys, my new boyfriend wants me to change my nickname because my ex gave it to me. I've had the nickname for years. Everyone calls me it. It's even on my license plate. Her license plate, by the way, is H-N-D-Y-M-N-D. So handy. Handy Mandy. Mandy. And my boyfriend... Uh, says that keeping the name is disrespectful. It's going to hold us back. He also says that there is a sexual connotation 
undertone I don't to it that at all. I'm sure. And uh, she, her question is basically, should I have to give up this nickname to make it work? Is it worth it? And, and you don't really give up a nickname. People are going to slip up and still call it, you know. So have you ever been in a relationship where somebody asked you to give something up? No. No. You've done it. Yeah, but it's been like stuff that's mm, good for them. No, you still I've n- I've never asked. I've given stuff up though. Like, I've realized like smoking, I but gave nobody, it up. But nobody but nobody asked you to give it up. Not not so much. So you will you're like you're the, okay to tell people what to do, but you're not okay to, you know, take criticism and and have other people help you spot out of on. life, right? Yeah. Mm. So, I I wouldn't so, I wouldn't give it up. I'd be like, mm, this is kind of me what you get is what you, what I don't you know see if you're really you qualified to be able to answer this since you've never really, you know, taken advice from anybody or given anything I, up for a relationship. I can answer it. It's amazing. Uh, Cassie, your first thoughts on this? My thoughts are um, she should definitely leave him. He sounds a bit insecure. I mean, it's her past. What happens if they had kids together? Is she going to tell him to get rid of the kids too? Ooh, good call. Um, I hope that he isn't that much of a monster that's a bit dramatic but i think he is more so just stuck on the fact that it's something cutesy that her ex did and everyone maybe maybe he's like uh insecure thinking everyone misses her ex i don't know if it's something in the past you gotta accept someone for their past and stuff like that if it's a nickname everybody calls her not just you know select few it's like it's something you're gonna have to get over dude over the course of the show, we get uh, several DMs, emails. Uh, a lot of people text the show saying, hey, this is going on in my life. Is it something you guys want to talk about on the radio? And I'm a little bit puzzled as to what's going on here because I'm not fully filled in with what Joe's situation is other than it sounds like maybe his wife is just fishing. And I want to get into it a little bit more. What's up with the wife now, Joe? I just see on our Instagram, she'll just post, like, once a cheater, always a cheater. And I Ooh. don't know what she's talking about. So, you know, normally when people post stuff, it, like, is something that's going on in their life. Do you ask her, like, why did you just post something like that? Every time I talk to her, it, everything's going great. I, I'm pretty sure our marriage is intact. At least I'd like to think so. Every time we talk and hang out and it, it's just yeah. everything's hunky-dory. But then... Every week, my family's texting me. They're telling me that she keeps posting things, Instagram, Facebook, all of it. And it's always kind of weird and like something's going wrong. It's very mysterious. I have no idea where it's coming from. Maybe she wants to lead a more exciting life. Maybe she thinks if people think that there's drama in her life, then that Like when people vague post and they just yeah. put ugh. And then immediately everyone's like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? I'm here for you. You yeah. know, stuff like that. Do and then they she's... post and ghost and don't answer back and lead people to think like... So many things. Yeah, do you think she's just fishing for people to, you know, I don't know, pay attention or feel sorry for or kind of give her attention? Is that is that a thing? I mean, I guess so. Maybe people she knows at work, but every time I try to talk to her about it in person, it's like it's like it didn't happen, you know. And I, I'm, I'm I just want to make sure everything's okay yeah. between us. Gotcha. Has anyone else had to ever kind of dial in a spouse or maybe somebody that's in your life with their post, and you've been like, hey, you can't post this; it makes me look bad. I think maybe there have been a couple of times that Derek's posts have made me. Grab my pearls, like, clutch oh, him a little bit. What? For... Just like when he has no clothes on, oh, gotcha. you know, yeah. just stuff like that. He's a creative mind. I got to let him fly. He's a peacock. But sometimes <laughs> it's like, damn, damn, you know, I actually had a cousin that did this that still does this, but she'll think of other people when she posts stuff. Like there was one about a fresh start for her and she has been married for like 13 years, has a couple of kids and they're a great couple. They're a lot of fun, but she'll like post it 
And then you start thinking, like, is everything okay? What did you get a new job? She's like, no, why? <laughs> because you're posting about a fresh start. Well, who's fresh start? Well, I think somebody out there might be having a fresh start. So to post something on social media, to get a like, to get a love, to get a reaction as far as a comment goes, a certain endorphin pops in the brain. Yeah. I mean, there's it's an actual chemical addiction that makes you feel better. So like that, that's completely proven. So I get why this happens sometimes. Yeah. But don't you think you're probably going to get as good of a reaction if you pull something like, oh, here's my puppy playing with a toy in the front yard. I know. You I know? know. You never know what's going to hit with people. But Leslie, she said, uh, I one time posted a thing where, where could you buy butthole cookie cutters? I thought it was hilarious. My aunt called me out online. Um, yeah, not everybody has your same sense of humor. Cat's aunt is somebody we've frequently <laughs> uh, speak about her affinity for squirrels. Well, you know, and it's like, so many other things. Yeah. But have you ever had somebody actually reprimand you for putting something online? Have you? Um, my mom went through a phase there. I, I'm so glad that she's out of it where she just worried about every single thing I put up. Oh, she, for your career, for my career, yeah, right. for my, yeah. The way people looked at me, she's so, so, so concerned. Good about intentions, that. but probably a little over, over cautious. Maybe there was a picture I remember of Liam and he was like doing this, like hands up, like a hooray almost, you know, he had no clothes on. But all you saw was a silhouette. You did not see any buck crack. I remember that. It was against the window, It is my favorite one because he's like, I think he was like three years old, just feeling so free. The age that you could be naked and it's not weird and you won't get arrested. And he was, it was cute. It was funny. And I put it on my Facebook. She's like, you need to take that down immediately. It's that kind of stuff that's going to make our kids put us in really bad nursing homes. Yeah. Because they're going to find out about it later on. So they're going to get, he's going to get his great first professional job. And then somebody's going to, they're going to print that. And that's going to be sitting on his computer the second day. And then he's going to put you in a bad home. God, he was three. Three thousand dollars cash all you got to do is show up at about 8 40 wednesday morning during the live show we can cut you a check for three grand excited for that plus more tickets for the craft beer tour wednesday morning during the live shows we get you back into the podcast now we never did this like big dopey show about new year's resolutions but if you had one that was at the forefront of your mind or that you're at least still thinking of accomplishing cad it's what uh, finish losing the weight I want. Okay. So, um, do you have a, a like a goal date? No. Okay. So I think that that is going to be how I win this year. I'm not going crazy. I'm not going crazy in January. They yeah. say people go and lose their minds and meal prep until they die, and then and then you run out of steam. And I don't want to do that. Well, it's it's a big lifestyle change if you you know if you really switch everything. I'm a wiener. I like to wean. So I like to wean myself in and out of situations. So it's not like so abrupt. Are you at a point now in your career or your life where you try to appear smarter or do you think most people just know your intelligence level? Yeah, the latter. Okay. If you are someone who would like to increase your scholarly image Mm -hmm. this year, I found some words that you're supposed to start using in your daily life right now that will immediately... Make people think you're smarter than you are. I'm intrigued. Are you ready? These are words that I want you to try and squeeze into the show sometime this week. Okay. Let me write them down. Oh, I'll give you the list. Okay. Because I think it's going to be I won't. difficult. Godwatery. 
And how would I use that? It's it's it, the technical term is God watery, and it's outdated uh, outdated terminology and words. So like Basically, anything it, you say, I'll just say whoa, that was quite that's God watery. Yeah. Okay, you could use it. <laughs> I'm working out of pocket today. <laughs> Teradiddle. Teradiddle did that yesterday. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. So it, basically, you'll do that every day for the rest of your yeah, life. But I do good lies. I don't want people to think I'm like this walking liar. I don't lie about mean things or terrible things. I like to save people's feelings. Increase your vocabulary and the way people look at you as a scholar. If you could start using the word mm. pronk. Okay. Do you know what it means? No. It's like a cowardly person. Mm. Like, uh. Like, you know, when somebody goes over your head into your boss because yes. they don't want to talk to you, you just go, such a pronk move. Yeah. Pronk. Okay. Fubsy. Uh, can I do it with a British accent? Okay, do it. Fubsy. You are so fubsy. Okay, yes. And that works because you know what it means? What? Fat. Oh. So you're like. I'm sorry. You're so. <laughs> see, you're, but now you're being mean. And yeah, I, I think that was mean. quite a pronk move, to be quite honest with you. Oh, really? Last one I'm going to give you today that I'd like you to start squeezing into everything. Bum fuzzle. Okay. That one's fun. You know what it is? No. Th- think of what it feels like. Oh, bum fuzzle. So like klutzy. You're clumsy. Conf- you're confused. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's very it's very complex. If you, if you get to work and uh, you're looking through that Excel spreadsheet, but you don't understand that formula, bum fuzzle. Everything is a bum it's fuzzle. It's a bum fuzzle. And Who I think you could up? use that one with your British accent, too. Bomb fuzzle. <laughs> you get kind of angle up on the end. Yeah, people will 100% take me seriously with all these new words. I would have thought that maybe on a different platform, people would have absorbed these words a little bit more. But then if you listen to this show, you're probably not on that whole, hey, I want people to think I'm smart. We're an easy listen. Yeah. You know, when I watch like uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, I do it because I'm not there to learn anything. Sure. It's a brain break. And Just I don't good. mind being a brain break for people. I feel think like you're good. better than everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Bingo. How fun. Last week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo. Bingo what bingo? Bingo. Bingo. Okay, listener, bingo is your opportunity to jump on the radio and tell us about yourself because maybe you're somebody listening who... Who still does allowance for their kids. So Gordon Ramsay has six kids, ages 7 to 25, and he has always tried to teach them about money, being frugal. That includes not paying for, like, the most expensive seat on the plane, but then he also makes it worth it. Every time they got their allowance, every month, uh, a couple of hundred dollars, if they saved that up across the 12-month period, I would match that at Christmas for them. And they've got to stay true to their form by saving every dollar. Uh, and so when you start that practice at sort of 10, 11, 12, 13, they got their part-time jobs, all of a sudden their minds are focused about their career paths. Uh, they are super disciplined and they are on it, man. Hmm. They're scared yeah. of him, that's why. I think he's a pretty good, mild dad. That's a cool, I've kitchen. never heard that before. So we'll give you a, a couple hundred dollars every month and whatever you have saved at the end of the year, I'll double that. So the incentive is to just keep saving. Yeah. It's kind of genius. Yeah. Uh, so you're looking for anyone listening who... Who still does allowance with their kids. Like they go, they're older in allowances. Does Liam get one allowance? Liam does not. He gets to live uh, at our house. <laughs> the best life. So I, I very... I, I ask such a small amount of that kid, but he never gives me clap back. So I throw him some money. Okay. I'm this morning looking for anyone listening who has been inducted into some kind of a prestigious situation. So they just announced today that Randy Moss 
will be inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame, okay. which is a, a great honor. I mean, the guy was one of the best, obviously one of the best pros and, and collegiate football players of all time. But I thought, well, that's kind of cool. A little bit later on in his life and his career, obviously, he gets those accolades. So I'm, are you inducted into anything? Are you in anything? No. Same. Nothing. I mean, I should. I should be. <laughs> I should be on the wall. They have a wall at Anoka High School with pictures that are bigger than this panel right here of people that have made a name for themselves. Mm. I that Yeah, there's a girl that is doing news in Fargo, but I mean. Anybody only fans on there? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, don't that'd know. be interesting be to see if they've adjusted that. Autumn, who gets the bingo, Cat or myself? Which one do you fit? Um, Cat did not get the bingo. Oh, I did. Oh. Yeah, look at that. I'm liking that. So, so why are you such a hog shot? Why are you a big deal? Yeah, what are you inducted into? Um, so I'm a senior now, but my freshman year of high school, I got inducted into the National Honor Society for High School Scholars. There it is. Oh. There it is. Look at the big brain on Autumn. You're a smart cookie. So there are big plans for you in people's minds, by the way. You can't fail. Be at yeah, the look at all the that bar pressure. somewhere talking about the good old days. What are you doing with that big brain? Are you uh, off to college in the fall then? I am going off to college in the fall. And where? Like the Harvard of Southern Minnesota, Gustavus Adolphus? <laughs> no, I'm going to the University of Southern Maine. Oh, uh, why so far away? What's good there? What's uh, what's uh, What are you studying? Um, I'm studying, I'm double majoring in law and psychology. Right, okay, so then off, I to, object. off to law school after that, obviously. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, where uh, where you got eyes on law school? Where you're just trying to get into Harvard? Well, um, I got accepted into the accelerated law pathway there, so I'll only do six years there and then Damn. graduate with my. Why are you listening doctor. to like yeah, this NPR? Girl, this Why girl are you is the smartest to us? listener we have? My God, that's pretty impressive. So, I've listened to you guys since I was young, so I had to get on it. So you morning. called to make us sound dumb and old. Thanks, Autumn. That's fun. You know what uh, I watch on my uh, Facebook shorts are what you can eat there. Like you're gonna have quite a spread every single day if you go to Harvard, uh, any school at Harvard. The cafeteria, the lunch program. Oh my God, they have like. Michelin star restaurant chefs cooking for you. you Kat's know. not interested in the academic program at all. She's just wondering about the cafeteria. I so. would bring your bring your radio friend to work day type of thing. <laughs> you need to call me they out have to like feed. a Fiji at my campus. Yeah. Everybody knows that you're off to be the next great lawyer. Yes, they do. All right. Well, hey, so while they were buddy. hanging at Zorba's all the time, you were like, Mm-mm, "I'm going to spell everything without a Z, and I'm going to Harvard." <laughs> hey, last question, real quick. What a uh, what a mom and dad do? I mean, obviously, you're you're inspired, and and they've they've instilled in you some discipline and and some ambition. What what a mom and dad do for a living? Can you say? So my dad is a 20 year retired um, veteran, and then my mom is a doctor. Gotcha. All okay, right. Cool. Well, you come from pretty good stock then. Obviously, mom and dad uh, have uh, have done a pretty good job. And uh, I'm glad that we could be the part of your life that waters things down and makes you feel a little bit dumber and that you listen to the show every day and just know that you'll always be smarter than we are. A man who was pulled over after a hit and run had to be persuaded to remove meth from his butt. Is there anything on you, dude? Use your words. Your thing, too. You didn't give it a, a quick no. So that means you have something. You just don't want to say it. We're going to find it. So you just help us out and just tell us, tell us where it's at. Is it in or between the cheeks? Between the cheeks. Okay. What kind of underwear are you wearing? So you'd be able to kind of like jiggle it out down your life course? Can you pick your butt with your hand? <laughs> hey, if we take him to jail, he admitted to having it. We'll let them know that he's got booty dope. 
Booty dope. Booty dope. I'm going to use that in a sentence today. You got the booty dope, booty dope. You want to use all these smart words that you talked about at the beginning of the show. No, we're going to go the other way. Throw it away. We got some booty dope to talk about. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.